Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to bring me aboard. Permission to come aboard. Welcome to the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's D.A. Welcome inside Permission Granted Podcast number 95. The countdown to triple digits inches closer. You can always download this by its own iTunes feed. Go to iTunes and just simply search Permission Granted Podcast or Permission Granted. You'll see us there. And subscribe for free. Every PGP you'll get. It's also on the regular DA show iTunes feed as well. Once a week, we'll post it in the middle of the shows. You'll see it there. And it's available on Facebook.com slash The DA Show, as well as on our Facebook page and on Twitter. DA on CBS is the handle. Coming up a little later, Mraz has Jolton Joe, and I believe they will discuss the upcoming Chicken Challenge. We are recording this on Monday prior to Monday's show. Thursday is when the Chicken Challenge commences. Mraz, what percentage of your conversation with Jolt and Joe D'Aluisio on side B revolves around the CC? I would say 98%. 98%. 98%. Maybe the first minute uh, we will touch on uh, James Ward, who I have a little tip with right now, and then the rest we roll into the Chicken Challenge. Okay, so I'm not going to flog a dead chicken if you guys already did it. My okay. qu- My quick thoughts on this are... I am beside myself shocked that Jacob Wilkins had other plans originally (laughs) and was not going to partake over a $25 plate at a young Jewish professional's happy hour mixer. Shocked. Yeah, I mean, you don't even need to reply. You just literally laid out for detail, and I think everybody rolled their eyes in the audience listening. Thank God that he had the date wrong, and one week later, it's not last Thursday, it's this Thursday, he's got an open social calendar so he can take some time out to do this for us. Yes, a lot of moving pieces to accommodate Jacob. Lord knows that I actually had Jacob on an entire segment to promote his podcast One hand washes the other. So the least he could do is carve out some time to call the very important chicken challenge on Thursday. Big moment in his career as well. His career. Undoubtedly. Number two, the more that I look at this, the more I've talked to the odds makers and the Sharks in Vegas. Such, I mean, the odds are stacked really in favor of you. And there's very little hope that the Gotham City cheerleaders can eat these 24 wings quicker than you. See, I don't see it that way, and maybe that's just me being humble, but they can eat two for the price of one. You know what I mean? Like, I got to eat 24. But I've Individually, seen they in- only have to eat 12. But I've seen you inhale chicken nuggets. I've seen you inhale a burrito and, or three. I've seen the well, hot dogs. Fear, what, fear what you haven't seen. <laughs> you haven't seen either of these girls eat, and they're quote-unquote foodies. 
And all they got to do is eat 12 wings. You know what I mean? Each. Mm-hmm. I've seen girls hammer at Hooters and Buffalo Wild Wings 15 easy. These girls can't sit there and polish off 12? You've seen a female crush 15 wings? That happens all the time. Girls are into chicken wings, man. Are they? I, if girls are into, like, um, the majority of girls are into sports, you can see them at the sports bar. They love, you know, flinging those bones and eating those wings. Do they like flinging the bones? I just, they put them in and take them out, and there's no meat on there. Are you a Hooters wing guy? I like a Hooters wing. Sometimes a little greasy for me. I... <laughs> I like Hooters, but you could do better than Hooters. Hooters sometimes reminds me of just a smaller version of fried chicken and not necessarily a wing. Fair. It's a big wing. It's though. a big wing. It's, a, it's big, a big wing. I don't know how they get those chickens. Those are big wings. I don't either, but I've, uh, they, they introduced a, a naked instead of just the breading all over. I like uh-huh. the naked. It's more of a traditional buffalo wing for me. Mm. Doused in their sauce. But we've decided these are going to be medium for the chicken challenge. Medium. Medium. We have a, a local wing place here that I know delivers. So... Today, I sent out the email to the bosses mm-hmm. about the plan. Here's the outline. Here's the organization. Here's how we're going to execute it, because I know that the bosses like to be kept in the loop of these things. Yeah, and the bosses had a serious conversation with me about it regarding technicalities, and I said, I flat out said, I go, do you realize all the, the hoops we're jumping through over chicken wings? I mean, this is really what we're going to. I was a little surprised I didn't get more... Resistance? Yeah. No, they're very welcoming now. Which just tells you what they think. We've got we've got something good here. They like what we got. I wonder why. I wonder why too. I wonder why. I, I mean, wonder why I too. love it. You love it. But we have the same sense of humor here. I think our listeners love it. But why do the bosses like this? Yeah, I don't know. I guess they just like seeing me eventually go into cardiac arrest. True. Yeah, they're not making any money off it. I don't think. No, I assume, but maybe they realize if I eat enough and choke to death that they can hire somebody else and pay them less. <laughs> You know, I think they love this Facebook Live feed. Oh, they're all about the clicks. Was that right in uh, their wheelhouse re- or what? Listen, God forbid you don't post an interview there. You might as well have this thing streaming live on Facebook. <laughs> I think this is going to be good, though. Did you talk to Joe D about this platform, how we'll watch it? Uh, briefly, but not not full-blown. We mentioned okay. we mentioned the Facebook, but we, that's not what we really went in depth on. I think I think both wienerships. No, we've had three wienerships. <laughs> We've had three wienerships and a chicken challenge, and a chicken challenge, and I believe three of the four existed on the Tiki and Tierney live stream. Two, two, just the last chicken challenge and the last wienership. We were not privy to the Tiki and Tierney on either of the wienerships when we were on the overnight. Oh, okay. As a little f- food for thought for you, okay. no pun intended. Literally, I did okay. my research on this. Very good. So our Tiki and Tierney stream crapped out both times because we had listeners log on onto the stream, the live stream, before the chicken challenge of the wienership even took place. And thus, by the time the competition began, it was totally choked and it wasn't loading and whatever. Yeah, apparently the bandwidth only supports traffic at the time that it's usually getting it. So, like, when all of a sudden the Tiki Tierney drive isn't li- stream isn't live at 7 p.m. Eastern, and now it is, and millions of people, millions, are clicking on it to watch us eat Enough. food. Yes, exactly. It crashes. So, I'm going Facebook Live is the play, because you know Facebook is going to is never going to crash. They're yeah. going to allocate the bandwidth you need. I read something in the Business Journal today. Zuckerberg's very excited for the Chicken Challenge on the face. He oh, feels good. like this is going to really boost the Facebook yeah. live stream. Good, 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 good. So what we're going to do is we're going to basically have a link where I don't even know if you have to be a member of Facebook, but gosh, I think almost everybody is at this point. Yeah, except for like old fathers. That's pretty much it. Yeah, my dad's not on Facebook, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, my dad has no business being on there either. So is, I'm happy. Is he on there? No, he's not. But oh, my God. mom is. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy that my dad's not on there. He doesn't need that. No, 
No, it's nonsense. What do they need? They live their whole life without it. What do they need it for? Right. You know? Right. Although, will we say the same thing when we're like that age and then, oh, if I never needed it before, I won't need it now. Like that does seem like a dangerous mentality. Uh, there'll be something that's new when we're 60 years old that we go, we don't need. Look at uh, uh, Ransom Jackson. Doesn't need a cell phone, right? That's a great point. And we talked about that. He, he enjoys not having a cell phone. So we're going to have this video on Facebook, Facebook Live, and it's just going to have a live stream. You'll click the window. We'll send out the link. We're going to test it on Wednesday, so fear not. I think we got a conference call coming up here. I mean, do we need a conference call? Out of all the things we do on this show, these are the these are the events that that the management feels the biggest need to get right. I got to be Is honest. Is that too. shocking or what? To chime in on that, getting that email today that I got to have sit down on a conference call with somebody up in the digital department. I got it bothers me a little bit. I'm already sitting down to pluck the wings in my mouth. Now I got to be part of a conference call for this. You want me to do it? I would like you to take the honus okay. on it. All right. I need to get my mind right for reading here. It's onus, not like honus Wagner. Oh, I, to be honest, I think James Ward should be honest since he's the one who's going to be running the. The show at the time? It's a Thursday. Oh, right. No Joe D. No Joe okay. D. So if he's going to be the one running the show, like, I'm going to have no... I'm eating. Right. You know what you're, I mean? Right. You're the athlete. My hands have sauce on them, not any digital... You're a competitor. That's true. Okay, so, so we That's need, my feeling. So me and Ward should be on it and not you. I agree. Okay, thank you. All I right. Agree. Glad we aired that out here. Yes. No, that's a good idea. So we will make sure we have this. And also, if you can't catch it live, which is now going to happen at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, we'll have... The archive video that'll exist on the on YouTube and the Facebook page as well, so you'll get it there. Going back to the Action Jackson uh, reference, what do you have today technologically that you would not have if you didn't have to worry about it for work? That okay. So if I didn't need it for work, what wouldn't I own? Correct. So like, let's start with Facebook. I use Facebook primarily for work purposes. I run the Facebook page for the show. I put all my columns out there. I put the videos out there trying to spread the word. If I didn't have this job and I, I don't know, pick a job that I wouldn't need that outlet for, would I still have Facebook? I probably would still have Facebook to reconnect with my friends. I probably would too because, to be honest, there's no such thing as like hard photo albums anymore. A lot of the pictures I'm in or pictures that I've taken in the last 10 years exist on Facebook, and that's how I get them mm. if I want them. Okay. So I wouldn't delete Facebook for that reason. Twitter. I've often thought if I was not in this business, would I really be on Twitter? I think my guess is no, even though it does it does act as a really useful, interesting kind of news feed if you follow people that are surrounding sports and mm-hmm. guys that you read or women that cover certain teams or whatever. I do like it for that, but it's such a cesspool that... I think I wouldn't be on Twitter. I think I would have been already over it at this point. I agree that I think I would be over it. Like, I push a lot of buttons, but that's because I'm in this bit. I like, you know, it keeps me, my juices flowing for that. I don't think I'd be as, maybe I'd have Twitter for, like, perfect example. If I'm watching a football game on a Sunday, the reason I like checking Twitter, I'm getting an injury status on my phone. Somebody, some reporter's tweeting it faster than Pam Oliver's telling me it on the sideline. Sure. You know, 45 minutes later. So I kind of like it from that aspect, but I, won't, I wouldn't be as active as far as sending tweets. Right. I might not ever post. I might just follow the right. 500 media members that I, you know, or media outlets that I like to get news from. Because I'd get more aggravated, I think, by people. You'd get more aggravated if I if I wasn't working this business and I was just like a regular Joe Schmo on Twitter. I feel like I would get aggravated reading people's tweets and like I would catch myself kind of getting into worse trouble. Like I probably pull back a lot more than I have to because I realize I don't want to get fired from my job. Wow, you pull back. 
I do. And they're you're still needling everybody all the time. I do. I do. Well, as far as like I won't send out curse words or anything like that. Right, right. But if I didn't, if I was immature and didn't have this job, I'm sure I could get into a little trouble on Twitter. So therefore, I don't think I'd be as active. Mm. Okay, Instagram. If you didn't have this job, I only just got Instagram like a year ago. So I'm going to say no because I actually tweeted it because my original plan was to tweet football. Now it's turned into something else and evolved, but I don't think I would have ever started it if not for this job. Mm. I kind of like Instagram because there's not a if you if you don't follow certain people, it's not a lot of crap that Twitter mm. is. It's the one I check the least frequently. Really? Yeah, I like it. I think because it's simple and it's usually a pleasant experience versus Twitter that's usually a very argumentative, combative experience. I think that's actually completely fair. You don't get you don't get argumentative on Twi- on uh, Instagram. I'm still not on Snapchat, so if I wasn't uh, if I, I didn't have this job, I wouldn't do it. I think I'm in too deep to ever get on Snapchat because I'm literally like in a stare down with my wife over Snapchat because I'm tired of her clicking on videos and hearing that out loud. Yeah. So, like, we go at it about the Snapchat. So, if I got one, I'd be the biggest hypocrite. So, I don't think I'm ever getting it. I have a Vine account for Vine videos. I would not have that if it wasn't for this job. We don't need Vines anymore. No, you don't. Yeah. That you got, don't. That got passed over quickly. You don't. There's so many other ways to get quick videos that Vine really... Huh. Um. What else is out there? What else is out there? Uh, you know what? I may not be a subscriber to SiriusXM if I didn't work here. Because I, I, a lot of times, find myself listening to SiriusXM to get an idea of the pulse of yeah. of different sports stations and what they're talking about. Would you have the CBS Sports app? <sighs> this is paint me in a corner. I'm going to say no. Okay, I would. That's you my would? That's my go-to sports app. What's your go-to sports app? <laughs> I'm, I'm an ESPN. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. I, I, like, I like the ESPN stuff, too. I, th- I find CBS's, and maybe this is my own fault for turning this off, to be a little annoying with the updates that get sent to me, like, as almost as if they're text messages, like I get the notifications to the I phones. turn off the notifications. Okay, I probably that's should do that. That's a better CBS experience to turn it off. Because every, and it's usually something I don't care about, you know, oh, this one is, you know, out of the U.S. open. Like, I don't, you know, I just, yeah. um, and I get that from Twitter anyway. I don't need that. And do you get notifications from ESPN's app? No. I think I must have clicked that off when I first got Click that. Click it off and then see. Because I, I used to think that the ESPN app was better, and then CBS rebranded and rebooted it maybe like a year ago, and then I thought it surpassed it. Because ESPN's a lot of video stuff. Right. It gets clogged a little bit. See, I love the CBS Sports app for the, the simple, quick, listen live to Agreed. get us. Yes. I, th- I think it's great that way. I agree. Know? I've deleted. What sports app have you deleted? I've deleted the SI sports app. That was just not working for me. I had that Bleacher Report team stream. I did too. I, I found it so cheesy and just. Yeah. And I see so many people still use it. I'm like, I, I just feel like it's beneath me. I don't. If that beneath you, the, the Bleacher Report team stream is beneath me. And I don't even mean to sound like holier than thou. It's just it seems like very uh, juvenile. Like I, for somebody in sports radio, oh, as my oh, phone rings here, how about nice. that? Should have had that on silent. I find it cheesy. I just do. Yeah, it was too much. I know that you're supposed to kind of super serve the audience in that case, and you're going to get every little nugget of the team that you're following. But as much as I love the Mets, I don't need everything the team stream was giving me. It was a little too overwhelming. It was like it was like the fire hydrant. I only needed like a garden hose of information. They're giving you 40-man roster moves. And by the way, Minor again. Minor league updates. Again, if you have Twitter, updates. Twitter, you're following the reporters you want to follow anyway exactly. and getting whatever you need that way. So maybe it would be good if you didn't have Twitter. Yeah, okay. But I do. So yeah. that's it. I, team stream was cheesy. Yeah. 
ESPN CBS are the only ones I still have. I, you know what else I used to have? I used to have the Fox one. That was no good. The Yahoo Sports one. Oh, I didn't know there was a Yahoo Sports app. And they, they did it for a while because you could get to your fantasy team through it. Now it's a separate Yahoo Fantasy I app. I used the Yahoo Fantasy app. Right. Yes. So I used to use the Yahoo, and I got rid of the Yahoo Sports. Now I just use the Yahoo Fantasy, and that yeah. one gave me nothing. Did nothing for me. What percentage of the sports that you watch now would you still watch if you didn't have this job? Let's say you were an accountant, which I would never trust you with numbers, but let's say or you were you work in wildlife conservation. Okay, oh, so geez. so what what percentage of the sports that you watch? Well, I'm a four sports guy. I like my four sports. That's I, right. It's funny cuz I wasn't as into college football as I am now. Like I now that I have this job, I got more into it, so I think I'd still watch that. The one sport's dying off me is the NBA. And it's, I'm a net fan, so the team stinks, and they're not going to be good for the next five years. And I'm so tired of watching a league where I know at the beginning of the year only four te- or only four teams have a chance to win the five. I think the entire season's a waste of time yeah. until you get to the end. So I think I'd watch a lot less NBA if I didn't have this job. I think I'd probably watch a total of 75% of the stuff that I watch now. Okay. I'd probably slice it by 25%. There is always going to be two or three nights a week where I watch a game or watch highlights of something that I really don't care about necessarily, but know that we're going to talk about it or I need so you to get, know about Yeah, it. you got to have a take. I would, I would say, though, 75%. I mean, we'd still think I would watch about 75%. But then again, if, if you're out there in the middle of the wilderness, if you're like a wild, wildlife conservationist or whatever. You, you may know, not have the channels. You're a marine biologist or you're working on a on a oil tanker or something like that. You know, maybe sports just ends up becoming a lot less interesting. Maybe, you know. Boy, I'd hope not. You watch a couple of games of the NBA playoffs. Maybe you watch the NFL playoffs. Maybe you watch one game a weekend of the NFL, but not seven. I I, I don't know. I've cut so close. I'll say this. I'm actually proud of myself, and maybe this ticks off people, that I haven't in this job gotten all in on two sports I can't stand watching on TV, which are tennis and golf. Mm. I, I thought at one point getting into this, like, I bet you I end up watching a lot more golf, like, even on the Masters weekend, maybe that's a bad job by me. I'm not sitting there watching all weekend the golf. I'm just not. If you tell me it's no. a close last hole, maybe, maybe I'll tune in. I can't do golf on television. Oh, it's brutal. I barely have the attention span to play golf, let I, alone watch golf on television. I'm not a golf guy. I'm just not. And God bless those that are. I don't understand how it appeals to you on TV, and I'm happy that I haven't gotten sucked in because of this job. That I'm happy about. Another podcast we should probably do is what I would alter to golf. Because I think that's fair. My, we have similar thoughts on golf. My big thing is I can't. I don't even have the attention to play eighteen. Some people find eighteen to be like their, you know, their their heaven. Yes. And I, to me, I those five hours. If you sat me on a beach with nothing to do, like just looking at the ocean, I could rather do that than five hours on the golf course. I'm with you, especially during the summer. Get me on the beach or by the pool than out on the golf course. What are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm. I'm just like. Three hours, three and a half, four, four and a half. I go, we can't be doing this. I would rather see, instead of 18 holes, 12 holes of golf. So you can do front six, back six. I find 13 through 18 too much. Well, we got a long summer with nothing to talk about. So I think <laughs> I think this could be a podcast waiting to happen. All right, Side B is happening right now. Here's Jolton Joe DeLuisio joining Mraz. All right, ladies and gents, welcome to Side B of the Permission Granted Podcast. This is Mraz, the executive producer of the DA Show, joined by associate producer of the DA Show, a man who apparently wants to be here, Jolton Joe DeLuizio. Joe, how are you? I am doing fine, Johnny. How are you? Well, I'm doing very well. Uh, summertime is here in New York City, and 
It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Now, some of you might be asking the question, I keep hearing Joe D'Aluizio on these Permission Granted Podcasts inside me. I'm tired of Joe D'Aluizio. Believe me, I'm tired of him, too. However, That's definitely not the case. I am entertaining. Uh, okay. Well, we'll let our fans be the judge of that. I, For the record, I offered uh, James Ward, Jimmy Ward, to come on this week's uh, Permission Granted Podcast before you. So okay. I was the bench player this week. You came off the bench. Okay. James, who uh, noted, here's the problem with James. If you remember, right before Christmas, we did the airing of the grievances with Festivus. And James Ward's grievance was that we had stopped using him on the Permission Granted Podcast. The reason for that, if you listen to the DA show, is that James Ward is the associate producer on Wednesday and Thursday nights before he takes over his weekend duties. Joe D'Aluizio, formerly Steve Moralia, was in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We like getting this permission-granted podcast churned out early in the week, out there Monday, Tuesday, latest Wednesday morning. Okay, so therefore, it's easy to do it with Joe in studio. So to accommodate James, we would call James, and we still plan on doing that, and we've done it in the past, and it's worked out fine. However, I went to do it this week, figuring that with the chicken challenge upon us this week, Joe, you actually will not be here for that. I will not be. I'm disappointed that I'll be missing it. Yeah, I'm not here because that's my day off. That's my weekend. Fair enough. James Ward will be uh, privy to it, will be part of it, will be seeing it. However, when I asked him to come on, he said, "I I can't today. Why don't we do it tomorrow or Wednesday? I said, James, sorry, bud. DA has uh, an unexpected day off on the Tuesday of this week. Yes, we're taping this on Monday of of this week. DA is uh, taking off on Tuesday, so we're getting this out here. We're trying to tape this all on Monday. He answered back with a simple K. Unacceptable. Now, text lingo is something we have to discuss here for a second. In this new age world that we live in where text messages have really become prevalent, I would say, over the last seven years, maybe longer... I would agree with that. Seven years. Seven Sounds years about seems right. fair, where everybody's texting now. Before that, we got into, uh, if you had a BlackBerry, the BlackBerry Messenger. Before, Which is the same thing as texting. Exactly. So. Before that was, if you had a Nextel, you did the bleeps. Bleep, bleep. Bleep, bleep. I was a big fan of the bleep, bleep. So text messaging, we're all aware of what it is. Everybody does it. It's the best way of communication, quite frankly. But by this point in time, seven years in, I think we can all agree that when you type the letter K, not okay. So it's just the letter K. It's got a lot of attitude. It's an attitude, right? That's that's a I'm ticked off at you that's message, like, right? That's totally like whatever. You don't want me? Fine. I guess I'll just move on. K. That's- K reminds me of like you're a 14-year-old brat getting into a fight with your friend over some stupid that you can't control. You're right. So James Ward's being a 14-year-old brat by typing the letter K to me. A 14-year-old brat. And I don't want to hear when he comes back, goes, oh, I didn't mean anything by it. I was just typing something quick. You know with text messaging that you can't type the letter K and it not be interpreted as being a jerk. He's being a jerk. And how how much more of an effort does it really take to type out OK? See, and you know what's funny? I even accept OK now because K is really bad. But I find a, a happy OK to be the OKAY, or you add an extra K. I think we've discussed this before, but I find that to be like OKK okay, or OK. Yes, I, I would agree with that. I also think the O and K alone is also kind of like an attitude response. Right, but but it's adapted now. I've got new stuff. I used to type to DA when we first started out. I was a big OKK person, and boy, that was like a pet peeve. He couldn't take me typing that to him. Yeah, Kenny I could Brock see either. that being annoying, All too. right, enough with the extra K, and I'm just trying to... Listen, that's be, me being friendly, because I take OK as a as See, that's a rudeness. bad job by you, because then they know when you don't add, add that extra K that you got a little attitude with so you. So I'm, I'm revealing my hand. Yeah, you can't do that. 
But we all agree, though, the K is absolute jerk status. The K alone, jerk face. So James Ward has a lot to answer for with that. So I think he should be suspended now. What, you think he should be welcome back next week? Oh, See, absolutely I feel like not. Next week's going to tick me off if we don't have a James. Because James is at least going to be here Thursday to witness the carnage and, and be part of it. And we're going to do a lot of recap of the chicken challenge. And he he's got to be, be here. He's got to be here. He's going to see it live. If he's not a, a part of the Permission Granted podcast next week, I think James Ward's suspended for the rest of the year. Or is that too harsh? I think that's a little too harsh. I think maybe a, a two- or three-week suspension is more worthy. Interesting. Two- or three-week suspension. Okay, well, James Ward, if he's listening, the clock's ticking on you, Mr. Attitude, on text messages. Now to get into the heavy, hard-hitting stuff, Joe. Chicken Challenge Week is here finally. It's been a long and agonizing process. We all know the story by now. Originally, the Chicken Challenge was supposed to be a one-time get-in-get-out deal. Even before you were part of the DA show, because Steve Omorale actually ate 50 chicken nuggets. This stemmed from Ava Fiore <laughs> being in studio Valentine's Day week. We're almost at the 4th of July, by the way. Quite where, a while ago. Where she threw down the challenge about how she likes to clean the bone. I said I could clean the bone, too. And we were going to make the Chicken Challenge, make it a chick in challenge. You know what I mean? I hear you. Okay, and we were going to upgrade it to wings now because she was a wing eater. I love wings. So anyway, things got drawn out. Her schedule got drawn out. Things happened. And to be quite frank, she drew, she strung me along a little bit. Okay, and, and we're getting the emails. I like Ava. She, Ava's been good on the show. I'm a little... A little annoyed with her. It's kind of like that girl you start taking out a few dinners and you get, you're get you starting to build a relationship and then all of a sudden she ghosts you out. She's gone. Right. Now listen, I, st- I still like her. I mean, who can't respect her work, right? Oh, I'm a big fan. She's a big fan herself too. <laughs> anyway, uh, so now instead we had to deliver and we didn't want to just deliver with a couple slobs or, or just a couple of us eating. We've been there, done that on the show. All right, so we had to get, we, we promised girls eating chicken wings versus me, and girls eating chicken wings versus me, the fans shall have. You can't have the chicken challenge without the chick. It doesn't work. <laughs> That's right, Joe. That You're right. That's why you should be a promoter. So we had the Gotham, two of the Gotham City cheerleaders coming in to eat. Um, you might be asking who? Well, we're going to find out who. <laughs> okay? And the Gotham City cheerleaders are excited for this event. This is good good for promoting them. They have called the two uh, women, the two challengers, that they're bringing along foodies, quote-unquote. Now, do you think these, quote-unquote, foodies are part of the A team or their B team? As far as? Are they, like, the main cheerleaders or are they well, the sideshow? Here's the thing. When we talk about competitive eating, now, we saw Badlands Booker on this show twice just devour hot dogs. Badlands Booker, not a skinny man. Oh, not at all. I would say Badlands Booker is weighing in at three and a half spins minimum. I, I would even give him four bills at this point. But you see a guy in the past like Kobayashi, skinny, one and a half spins kind of guy. Probably. Okay, so sometimes there's really no rhyme or reason. Matt, about- Stone, Matt Stoney, another skinny eater. That's true. It's all about training the stomach, training the Buddha belly. So, to answer your question is we've all seen the cheerleading teams mostly the nfl cheerleaders like the dallas cowboys don't have a lot of bases in high school if you remember we were all in high school and college the cheerleading team featured two distinct different personalities if you will okay (laughs) there was the light girl doing flips up above and there were anchors or bases down at the bottom making sure they could catch them generally there was sort of a weight line okay everybody's entitled to be a cheerleader Cheerleaders don't discriminate. There are cheerleaders that are fans of Chubbo Nation, and I respect that. Chubbos everywhere should have a job. There have been Chubbo cheerleaders. They were bases. A lot of times in the NFL cheerleading circles, you don't get the bases. The bases get phased out. You they don't be exist. A, you got to be a good-looking girl, a lot of blondes, good-looking brunettes. 
Uh, so sometimes I wonder if talent, some talented cheerleaders don't get those NFL jobs because they might be uh, heavyweights, if you will. A little thicker. Okay. Now, the Gotham City cheerleaders, though, the New York Giants don't directly have cheerleaders. These are the pseudo cheerleaders. I'm pretty sure they do the events with the Giants and stuff like that. I wonder, though, do they have bases? Because they're not on the field cheering. So in that case, maybe we get a couple Chubbo Nation cheerleaders in here. Or <laughs> or maybe we get a couple standard NFL S cheerleaders that surprise you in the way they could suck chicken down their throat. Now, do you have their names? I do. And to be fair, you shouldn't have put me on the spot with that question. Have you looked them up? I didn't. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I have both their names. We At first, when me and DA went through the Gotham City cheerleader roster, we were looking at all the girls, okay? And we you, said, did oh. it, you had a little scouting report on who scouting you report. may want? Right. I have those names that completely slipped me. I have the names in my email, but I phased it out. I didn't want to go back to the website because I didn't want to— sh- Here's the thing. I'm still competing in this. i got to win this. I didn't want to scare, hype myself up too much where I'm cocky, and I didn't want to scare myself. So I'm not I'm not looking at that page right now. So you want to go in there surprised, not knowing who the competition really is. You just know that you're going up against two chicks. Right, and not to, not for nothing. The website just has headshots for the most part. They might have full body shot, but we've seen the show Catfish. We could be duped here. Tough to determine if they're a base or not just by a headshot. Exactly. So I, I'm anxious to see. I think we're going to get some, uh, some very good-looking women in here. Who like to eat chicken wings, which wouldn't be the first time you see hot girls at sports bars all the time eating chicken wings. Big fan. And they'll shock you. And here's the thing about chicken wings. There, and something to look for in this competition. There's a lot of room for controversy here. Cleaning the bone has become a term used on the show by Ava Fiore, by myself now. Uh, DA has talked about cleaning the bone as well. well yeah, I could see the, comp- the competition committee, whether it be DA or Jacob Wilkins or James Ward here, who really judges the competition, looking and going, ah, there wasn't enough meat cleaned off this bone. That's the problem with chicken wings. Chicken nuggets, there's nothing left. Chicken wings. There's going to be ligaments hanging still, for sure. Right, so how do we determine it? So that's something to keep an eye on. I I could see the committee screwing me here. Uh, Also, much like, as we talk about eating challenges, this is always the time before football and after the NBA Finals to get into this stuff. We have done something called the Wienership Challenge the last three years, which we mentioned with Baylor's Booker on the show. Which technically is, if you think about it, less than a month right. away. Now, I'm going to be I'm gonna be fair and I'm going to be transparent in this. Me and DA have not discussed the Chicken Challenge. I feel like the moment the—I mean, the Wienership, I feel like the moment the Wienership is over, DA, uh, the, chicken the Chicken Challenge, challenge is over, DA is going to bring up the Wienership to me. To be, to be transparent right now, I'm going to let it be known. I have done well losing weight. I uh, will still eat kind of crappy on the weekends. No, you always eat crappy on no, the weekends. No, not always. Not always. 90% of the time. The idea of sucking down a minimum of 10 hot dogs in a wienership is something that, quite frankly, doesn't interest me this year. And I think as an added excuse, if I'm doing this chicken challenge on, what is it, June the 17th, June the 16th? Maybe. June the 16th, and you expect me to turn around on July, let's say July 2nd, because July 4th of July is a Monday, Monday, July 1st, or whatever that is, in what, two weeks and eat hot dogs again? I'm I'll not one of these that. horses at the Derby turn around two weeks later. You got me in the Preakness. That's you know what a, I mean? That's a quick turnaround. That's a quick turnaround. So we're going to have to figure out after this and de- deeming the success of this if we even have a wienership this year. And if we do, we might have to tap into some of the other heavy hitters at CBS Sports Radio. We got plenty. Uh, a Dennis, a Rob Duffy. Both guys have worked on the show recently. Not not small men. I've seen them meet. Big uh, Red. Uh, Big Red, yeah, Dennis. Big Red, real big man. 
Uh, there's, a, there's a guy floating around there, and I mean floating Robbie Rosenhaus on the oh, round he's, of and he, Let me tell you something. That guy's a house. He's a house. He told me he was dieting, and then 10 minutes later asked if I wanted to order Chinese food. Yeah, I worked with him actually yesterday, and he I saw him bury two slices in garlic knots like it was an appetizer. So point being, there are, for the first time in a long time, CBS Sports Radio's uh, prospect pool of eaters has really grown. We've had some good drafts the last couple of years, and there are a lot of people ready, I think, to step up to the big leagues and eat. And... I don't want to be a Brett Favre a waffler here, but I have to be a waffler. No pun intended. <laughs> this could be the last time you see me eat on a show. I find that hard to believe. Now, I'm I talking about that, a challenge. I find that very hard to believe. I've been dancing around retirement for a while now, Joe. And if I lose, well, you know what? Maybe the redemption story comes back for wienership where I got to come in and I got to go out on top. But if I go out on top here, I'm just telling you guys you should check in on Thursday to the Chicken Challenge because I think this could be my last go-around as an eater. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. There's no chance that you will never eat in another competition on the DA show. I really, in recent years, you got to remember now I'm 29 years old, so I started the DA show at 25. My body's different than it was four years ago. I could eat whatever I wanted whenever I wanted at 25. 29, i got to start taking care of my body a little more, okay? Oh, so now you care about yourself. I do now I care. You know, I'm closing in on 30. My body's a different body. i got to listen to my body. And my body four years ago didn't care how many hot dogs I put down the throat on the overnight. My body now cares about how many hot dogs I put it two weeks after I'm sucking down 24 wings in 10 minutes. Remember, you own your body. I own my body, and I want to continue on my body. So if you have been a fan of my antics, of, uh, listen, I will say this. I'm no probably cocky. There has never been a more entertainer eater on the, entertaining eater on the face of the earth than Sean Morass. At okay. CBS Sports Radio, yes. Uh, he faked this all out. I'm pulling the chicken nuggets out of my headband. I know how to put on a show when I eat. Yeah, I would okay? agree with that. If you have been a fan of that or if you've never seen it, Thursday night, the chicken challenge should be a moment you tune in. And I'm pretty sure we're going to be running this on the Facebook Live video, streaming that. That's what it looks like. It's going to be a historic event. Historic event. And much like Peyton Manning in Super Bowl 50, Now's the time. The okay? sheriff. If you, if the sheriff, he, you know, if you had a young kid who got to sit down, he wasn't the same Peyton, but they still got to see Peyton Manning play in that Super Bowl. If you have a young kid, sit them down and watch me eat. Because although I can't guarantee it, there's a strong possibility this is the last time you as an audience will see me eat for competition. You know what, though, Shawnee, if you run away with this one, and it, it doesn't look good. It does look good. You need to be challenged. Hold on. You need to be challenged. This wouldn't be the first member of CBS Sports Radio to go out at the peak of their career. Tiki Barber did as well. Well, that's true. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. But you got to be challenged, man. Well, if, that's if not you, on me, though. That's the how girls. Many wings are you, how many wings are you burying here? 24. So let's say you get through the 24, and these two chicks only get to, like, 15. I mean, come on. What do you mean, come on? It was a snooze fest for you. You think you're just going to walk into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I do. No, you I need do. to be tested. You need to be challenged. I, Joe, I can't. I, I'd rather, Joe, all I I'd can rather worry about see myself. you walk out as a loser against Badlands Booker or a competitive eater. Why? Than walking out as a champ just devouring wings against two chicks. I don't want to be remembered as a loser. I don't. But it's the effort. It's the effort. I could lose this challenge. You have plenty of accolades. You have the stats to get into the hall. I'm getting in the hall. I don't know. You got to finish strong here. I'm getting in the hall. I'm going out on top. I don't care if it's by a blowout or a small margin. I'm going out on top. And again, now, like you said, I don't want to go out a loser. If I lose this competition, I could be persuaded to get into the wienership. I could be persuaded. I'm not saying I will because it won't be for the good of my body. But I would just tune in Thursday because it could be the last time you see me eat on the show. All right? You ready? 
Will you be tuned in? You won't be here. I won't be here. I will definitely be tuned in. I mean, let's be serious. Stanley Cup Finals is over. The NBA Finals will probably be over. It's the Chicken Challenge, and that's it. I, I think Chicken Challenge is going to be on all the TVs next to the Cope on the Buffalo Wild Wings. Highest rating by far. Highest rating. Well, that's going to do it. The next time you hear from me on a Permission Granted podcast, I may be retired from eating, not from producing. I may <laughs> Can't be, afford to do that. I yet. may be a champion. I may be a loser. We may be talking about my legacy as an eater, and hopefully we have James Ward not answering with the letter K on text messages when we ask him to come on the Permission Granted podcast. <laughs> So we have all that on the table, Joe. There's a lot on the table here. You can follow Joe D for his insight in the chicken challenge on Twitter at... At Joe D CBS. And you can follow me and all my antics at Mraz CBS. Be good. Be good to one another. The Permission Granted Podcast is disconnected. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.